Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 119, looking at 1 Samuel 1 and 2, Acts chapter 14 and verses 19 through 28, and then Proverbs 10. Now we enter a new book today in 1 Samuel, but we do not start with Samuel. We start with his mother, Hannah. She had gone a long time married without children, and she was grieving bitterly that the Lord had not granted her to have a child. One year at the court, she prays before God, and that prayer is a clear request. Grant me a son. We read in verse 20 that after much pain and many tears, the Lord did indeed grant Hannah a son. After Samuel was born, Hannah dedicated his life, just as she promised, to the service of the Lord. Now, there are two significant things here. Hannah was not promising the man that Samuel would become. Rather, she would promise to place her son in an environment that he could serve the Lord. Second, this was honouring to a promise she made to the Lord. And later we do read that Hannah did indeed have several more children. Yet chapter 1 is where evangelical conservative churches get baby dedications from. We dedicate our children to the Lord, for the Lord has blessed them as a gift to us. However, in some ways we're not dedicating the child, but our parenting before the Lord. It was Hannah that made the promise, and Hannah that needed to keep it. When we are gifted children from God, we are to dedicate our parenting to lead our children to the Lord Jesus. We're promising to not only be thankful for our children, but to teach them and lead them to salvation in Christ. What our children do when they are adults and responsible is not our decision. We may feel the joy or the pain of their decisions. However, when adults, it is their decision. We see this with Eli and his sons. The Lord rejected the son's wicked ways and Eli was left to serve on his own. But the lesson today is clear. Be thankful for our children and most importantly, lead them to Jesus. There's nothing greater that you can do for them than introducing them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's now head into the book of Acts. And in this short passage today, we learn a terrible reality. When people hate the message, they attack the messenger. Paul was sharing the good news of Jesus, but to some Jews, this was blasphemy. They stoned Paul. They literally threw big rocks at him. Often, this would lead to death, but for Paul, he was able to escape. What is striking is not the stoning, albeit gruesome, but the fact that Paul kept going. He kept preaching, kept travelling, kept sharing the gospel. This stoning didn't deter him. If anything, it seemed to spur him on. Persecution meant he was doing something right. He was challenging the very society he once embraced. How quickly we fall silent when things get a little tough. When someone ridicules us for going to church on Sunday, or for when we read our Bibles, or for saying grace before a meal when in public. How quickly we feel ashamed or embarrassed. We need to take Paul as our example. A little persecution, a little name-calling, or a little pointing of fingers should serve not to silence us, but to spur us on all the more. Finally, we have Proverbs 10. As a wisdom book, each listening today will find they're drawn to different verses for different reasons. Today, I'm drawn firstly to verse 9. To walk in integrity brings security. It means people can trust you. It means you can walk with confidence, knowing you are faithful and true. However, if you do not hold integrity, you'll be found out. Because integrity is one of those things that is hard to obtain and very easy to lose. The second verse I am drawn to is verse 17. To some extent, it's linked to verse 9. When we hear instructions, we are to heed it and make the changes needed, and then walk the path of life. However, if we mock or reject that in instruction, we not only walk ourselves to the wrong path, but we lead others to follow. In other words, we're all examples. 
We must be absolutely certain that we're doing what is right because people are looking to us and they will follow us wherever we go. Finally, I'm drawn to verse 18 and 19. These verses speak of the wickedness that can come from speaking and letting your tongue run with endless words. The prudent and wise individual holds their tongue, speaks words of encouragement, speaks fewer words, but clearer words. The wicked talk, lie and utter slander towards others. So ask yourself this simple question today. Do you speak like a Christian who loves or do you speak like the wicked with words of slander? Let's pray today. Father, we do indeed pray that we would learn from this wisdom book of Proverbs, that we would learn how to walk with integrity and faithfulness and speak the words of truth. Father, we pray that we would be bold like Paul, that a little ridicule, a little persecution would actually spur us on. And Father, we do indeed pray that we would first and foremost be in our own homes, leading our own children to the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray this in your precious name. Amen.